Storytellers AZ, a discussion group for people who make a living telling stories. Hello and welcome to another episode of Storytellers AZ, the podcast and meetup group for anyone who wants to tell better stories. Again, I am Tyler Hurst. I am still a writer. I am still a reluctant marketer. And I'm about to be a tough mutter after this weekend. But uh, to my left is... I'm Sarah Marcus, and I write poetry and recently got into ghostwriting. You're, are you a wannabe ghostwriter, or are you a yet-to-be-a-ghostwriter? Well, I hopefully sign my first client. All right. Day, All so. right. Ask for more money. <laughs> All right. And around the table next is... Hello. I am Rebecca Joy. And what do you do? I am a retired Phoenix firefighter, drove a fire truck for a living for over 26 and a half years, and now I'm stepping into the world. Uh, my second uh, career is uh, being an author and a speaker. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. And to her left is her guest. <gasps> I am Crystal Cubis. And what do you do? I'm a life navigator. All right. If you want to go back to the last episode, we explain what that was. <laughs> I want to hear her say navigator again. Okay. So what does a life navigator do? I know what a firefighter does. I know what a poet does. What does a life navigator do? A life navigator goes in and shakes up people's lives. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Right. A life navigator is exactly that. Helps people navigate the waves of their uh, own life if they are. Uh, Want some assistance? Thank you for being so enthusiastic. That's good. Um, anyway, so today in our meeting, we talked about long-term planning because apparently all of us or most of us are very bad at that. We tend to to take jobs as they come on. We tend to accomplish tasks as we absolutely need to. We tend to put off stuff unless we absolutely have to do it. And we talked about in our group about how to start on long-term goals. And Matt Fox is a huge fan of of mind mapping. And so he talked about the most important thing to do first is to chunk it, to make it into as small pieces as possible. Does anyone here have any experience with, with doing that type of, of breakdown for a project or, or an idea? Anybody, Sarah? What, yes. What do you do? How does that work for you? Um, I have tried that because my husband is a real big fan of that okay. also. And it is nice because what it helps you figure out is instead of just following one branch of, like, say, for example, you want to write, write a book. So you're all geared about putting the content down, but you don't, you don't realize is that when you get to the marketing, you actually need to start some of the marketing research about the same time you're starting the oh, book, yeah. because by the time you make the contact, contacts with the blogs or the magazines where you want to put reviews in to get onto a speaker platform, you can't start that at the end of the book mm-hmm. because then you're back six to nine months. So it actually shows you the multiple branches you have to be moving forward at the same time, not just on writing the book. So it's very helpful for that, but I tend to find that myself personally, it's really overwhelming because I think, oh, I'll just go write a book and then look down and there's like 47 steps and I'm like, oh my God, I'm never going to get that done like in the next five years. And I get kind of shut down if I don't just pick one and take it. Cool question for you. Have you ever actually tried and not finished in five years? Um, Probably not. I have a lot of, what you know what's happened is I just stop on the projects. But you never actually try to do all 47 to steps. To find out fail. how long yeah. it would actually okay. take. No, I'm I'm working on that okay. right now, though. I'm, I'm not going to stop this time, so... All right. How, when you wrote your book, Rebecca, when you wrote your Tales from the Fire, Firehouse, 
what was your long-term plan for that? Was it always a plan to bring together firefighters and then to have a storytelling session where they, where they talked about it on stage? Was that all part of what you wanted to do? Or did you just decide one day as I've talked to a lot of firefighters over my, you know, throughout my life, I'm going to start writing your stories down. How did that work? The real story, it started in 1990. It was Christmas morning. My brother came home. He's also a firefighter. He, all the kids were waiting for Uncle Cy to come in the door. And he goes, sorry, I'm late. I was on this hazardous materials call. And he told the story. It turned out to be a good story. And I turned to my mother. And we kind of looked at each other and said, we, we need to write a book. And so the next day, I bought a tape recorder and started recording come. stories. And these are not all my stories. It's a compilation of all the different uh, firefighter stories. No, did I? It, it was a spontaneous thing that happened. And then about, I don't know, about a year ago, I, this idea of, of doing a show popped into my head. And I've been playing with that for a long, long time. Now, do you think you would have accomplished the book writing and the show faster and more efficiently had you been able to plan those out from the beginning and start on those from the beginning? I think it was so organic okay. that there wasn't, that's not what it was about. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, some stuff doesn't fit into the model, yeah. obviously. Yeah, this is, you know, I've asked around and nobody, I don't think anyone's done a firefighter storytelling show before. Okay. So there was no model, and okay. I'm still working on, like when we talked about earlier, having these chunks, these steps, mm -hmm. and you know what the beginning looks like, the middle and the end, and one piece at a time. I find myself in a position where it's like, well, how do I get there at the end? Mm -hmm. You know, you should try. I, you should try mind mapping. I hear it works. I, yeah. Um, <laughs> apparently, there. It's like be fun and creative too. <laughs> uh, some ones that we found out for mind mapping. Uh, Matt's favorite is X Mind, which is free. I think it's xmind.com. It might be xmind.net, just xmind.net. Um, there's also Novamind, which is Mac only. There's also Omni Outliner, which is very expensive. It does a lot of cool stuff. The people that I know that, that I know that use it swear by it, so it's probably worth the money um, if you're a planning type and can, and can get those type of things done. Or if you just want to make really cool mind maps and just look at them later, all the colors. Um, so for life navigation type stuff, do you set up long-term goals for clients? Do you help them get out of that type of stuff? And how does that work? You know, I originally started into my career as a life coach and went okay. to school for that. Yeah. And I found that when I was doing that, we set up more long-term, okay. short-term goals. Uh, what I found is I didn't like to play by the rules. Okay. And the people that were coming to me were really the ones that were just ready to get out of their own way. But it was more of that, like, it was more of the internal work. Okay. You know, so... So it shifted out from setting goals to working on the internals, you know, and that's, that's where my... So basically you know, your job is to help them accomplish those goals that they've already said or thought about or, or whatever else. Well, it kind of sounds to me... She just did a Stevie Wonder type thing, It kind of sounds to me a little bit more like the pre-work in the pre -work. order okay. to... It's Discover. like you have to take you have to take care of the internal before you can move. And that's extreme. And that's extremely important. So what, so do your, what's, what's your goal with the clients, I guess? Like, how do you know you're done? Or you've done something? That's a very good question. Ha, thank no, you. you know, it's a good question now because my, my career for me is changing. Mm -hmm. uh, so I know, like in coaching, I knew because it was step by step. Yes. You know, which is what we spent a lot of time today talking about. You know, uh, getting into this whole life navigation, it's still a bit fresh for okay. me. But what I'm realizing is all the internal emotional skills people are scared of is where, where, where my skill set is. Okay. You know, so I, I don't know if I have a great answer for that. 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, is it, that, but, but that's something that, that you're working on eventually, because I mean, obviously it's an easier sell to people if you can say, you know, I can do yeah, you this have a metric. In, in, you know, in, in approximately three months, we can get this done. But I guess that depends on the client, too. I mean, that's why you want to do, do high-touch, you know, low client loads so you can actually do a bunch of different stuff. I, don't, I mean, I don't know how that would work. But it's more, you sound like more of a hands-on, like I said earlier, a hands-on counselor um, mm-hmm. than anything else. Because you're, you're guiding them. You're not teaching them or coaching them. You're guiding, guiding them. That's the, that's mm-hmm. the piece. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's saying, you know, I don't know better, but I, can, I have the sense to tap into where you're at okay. and then help you work with that. Yeah. So. And I think a lot of us get caught up in thinking that we're, li- that we're, navig- we're being life navigators for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that we're spending too much time on the parts that aren't as aren't quite as important to us because we've already accomplished them. I know that uh, we made fun of um, Julian Smith's flinch here a little bit um, uh, because it was mostly a, a and he I mean I'm sure he knows this is mostly a rehash of do the work, which basically told you to go toward what you're afraid of and 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 get that done. But part of it is that we focus on things that we've already mastered. Like I saw it and I was like, take cold showers every day. I'm like, I run half marathons. I take cold showers all the time as jokes. Like that's stupid. I can't believe I'm having to do this. But there's also little things in there that you can, that you can get over, um, that are, that are very helpful that, uh, you know, something like a, a, a mind map would work for long-term type planning. Um, what about goal setting long-term? Do you guys do that? Do you guys set goals six months, 12 months in advance? How does that work? My goals tend to be, and I, this is probably something I should work on, um, with, um, my husband, myself, and my kids. Our goals are kind of more five year plan. This well, is fine. about where we yeah. want to be, but we don't, we don't, you don't, break you don't, you don't chunk down, them down, do you? So we okay. know what we need to do, and then we end up rushing an all in one year cram. What, probably should have taken about two or three years of preparation okay. to, and, and now that uh, the kids are getting older, it's definitely becoming a lot more pressing that we okay. learn how to um, break it down. Yeah, because you have more. to. I mean, you have to save X amount of dollars per month by this amount of time. Well, and it's so not just so that. Forth. I mean, that's well, part of it. That that is part of it. But when you when you have people, and I'm sure Crystal can understand this, people can only absorb and change at a certain rate, mm-hmm. and especially young children. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're like sponges. Yes, they can adapt, but. They're also really rigid in what their actual comprehension of reality mm-hmm. is and how quickly you can change that. And adults are actually a little bit more better where you can just pick up and move to another city and, oh, okay, you'll adapt. Yes. And children are like, wait a second. <laughs> now, My whole world just flipped over. Do you find, do you find yourself when you can't reach your, your long-term goals because you haven't chunked them out? So you don't even know if you're accomplishing them at all. Do you find yourself pushing them back and does that help? Cause no. I know, cause I know Rebe- Re- Rebecca did that with her presentation because for reasons she couldn't control, she couldn't have it right. in this weekend. So does does pushing it back, does that feel like like a reset or does that feel like a failure and you'll give up? I mean how do you how do you deal with that roadblock? Postponement. Postponement, okay. Good. Yeah. The pieces I woke up to the fact that the experience was not gonna be what I wanted to share with yep. people. So it was me taking a step back and going, okay, let's reevaluate this. Where am I at and can I get there in time? But you specifically said postponement. So you yeah. know, so did you set another date or do you know what you need? That's the next thing you need to do is set another date so you can I've make sure to have it. I've got the dates that uh, could possibly work. Okay. I want to keep the same venue, but it, uh, depending on how things, but it will happen. So definitely, but that, that's good. And, and that's definitely a true, a true postponement and not an indefinite postponement. Cause when you say like, oh, I'll finish this. Eventually, yeah. um, you're not going to get anything Someday. done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, and I think Rebecca brought up a really good point in 
before we were talking about the journey of it all. Oh yeah. You know how much she gained in respect of in in learning and how that was the big push for herself. Yeah. So. Yeah, and we had talked about on last podcast about our the daily and weekly check ins. Um, and Crystal, you actually mentioned this during our talk today about focusing on what we've done instead of focusing on what we have to do or what we've done, we haven't done well. A lot of all these goals are the journey is at least half, if not more of the entire point of it. And I think it's celebrating, uh, some of the small things that we get finished, like, you know, finishing a chapter or a page or signing a new client or doing something, anything that, that helps you along that is a, is a good way to keep us from, from burning out and getting frustrated if, even if there is a postponement, we can say, it's okay. I've still done 98 things out of 100. That's good. Just because the last two didn't happen yet does not mean that I need to freak out and cry and, and quit. And it's not just about the accomplishment or the task. Mm-hmm. It's the self-discovery. Mm-hmm. I, I learned that I kind of let go of trusting my instincts mm-hmm. and what I knew better. It didn't feel right. But at the same time, I still allowed it to until I woke up and thought, oh, and wait a minute, I should have trusted my, you know, the feelings inside. As part of this uh, um, uh, goal setting, goal planning thing that we're doing, well, for the month of February, the <laughs> Storytellers AZ group will be doing what I call Storytellers Short Story Month or just uh, Make a New Habit Month or whatever you want to call it. Hold so, Hands Month. Hold Hands <laughs> Month, starting February 1st. Don't hit the mic. Um, all the members from Storytellers AZ will be uh, making a new habit or doing doing one simple task a day or, for me, writing 500 words every weekday so I get 10,000. Uh, we're going to have daily check-ins uh, every evening, and what we're going to do is just talk about what uh, what we accomplished that day and what we worked toward. And we're also going to have weekly check-ins where we're going to going to talk about obstacles and what we need to do in the week the week forward. Uh, I think that having a uh, accountable system with a group of people will help us encourage each other to get stuff done, even if it's just a little bit of um, us needing to complain because we had a bad day. At least we have other people there that we know that had bad days too that can commiserate with us. If you'd like to be a part of that, you can email tyler at gangplankhq.com. And you can also send an email that same address if you want to be on the show or need to know anything else. Uh, but that's it for us tonight. Uh, Storytellers AZ, again, another a podcast and a meetup group for anyone who wants to tell better stories. We meet the second and fourth Wednesday of every month from 7 to 9 p.m. at gangplankhq.com. Uh, that is at 260 South Arizona Avenue. And that's it for tonight, and we'll see you guys later. Bye. Thank you for listening to Storytellers AZ. We'll see you next time. <laughs>